Today we're talking about the five most savage comebacks of the INFJ. INFJs don't like conflict. INFJs don't like to push back. We don't like to have any extreme responses, but at some point you're going to have a comeback from the INFJ. You're going to have a clapback. There's going to be some reaction. And the thing is this, like if you trigger an INFJ to such an extent, the comeback will be savage. There will be some reaction that will just make people get freaked out because it really comes from a deep place. It comes from this urge of, I just can't hold it in any longer. Like there will be a reaction. We don't ever want it to get to that place, but once it gets to that place, it is something people will remember. So today we're going to look into the five most savage INFJ comebacks. And we're also going to ask the questions, do we want to avoid them? How do we actually set boundaries earlier on so it never gets to get to this point? And how to make people aware of those quality of ours before having to go that far in the first place. Before we get started, I want to remind you the next INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp is launching November 4th. So make sure you download the free poster to the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. You join the waiting list to get access to the early bird price and you set a reminder to watch the free masterclass here on YouTube on launch date November 4th. Everything you need to know you can find in the links in the description. A savage comeback number one. The INFJ exposes that they knew the truth from the get-go. INFJs are really great at pretending like they don't know what's going on. And it's not that we want to hide it for some reason, it's just that we don't find it necessary. Like people are saying certain things, we know what's really going on. People are making choices and are making it look like, you know, they're doing it because of reason A, but in the end we know it's because of reason B. Like we have a really great skill set when it comes to reading others, when we understand what it's all about and we don't want to rock the boat. So if we really get triggered to a point where we don't have another choice, we actually let it all out. It's not that we go up to the other person and say, hey, I know what the truth is. I know that this is really what you meant to do. But one way or another, we show it through our actions. And once people understand this, you know, that is something that makes them very uncomfortable. Like you actually won that game. INFJs are really the type of person who say, why get into a fight if I don't know that I'm going to win? So if we really let it get to a place where we even have to engage, we already know we're going to win that scenario. Otherwise, we don't engage. We don't have any uncomfortable situations. We actually understand, oh, that person knows more of what they're talking about, so I'm going to take them, let the lead. But if we know what's going on, if we know the truth of what's behind this facade, and we are just not able to, you know, change our mind about it. We can pretend like we do, but in the end it will come out that the INFJ knew from the get-go, okay, that's the truth of the situation and they weren't able to hide it from us. Believe it or not, this is one of the most savage comebacks you can give because nobody expects this of you. And on top of that, you stay calm within it all. So this is even more scary. So is this something we should embrace? Not really. Like those situations aren't something that we love either. But we also have to understand that if we allow others to continuously play something out that we just don't believe in, then it will actually get to this place. So it's on us to say early on, you know, well, that's how I see the situation. For me, it's really obvious that this is the truth. You show this through your actions, you show this through the way you react to certain, you know, things the other person says, 
the earlier you make people know this is what I believe in, this is what my truth is, then you give others the chance to decide, okay, how am I going to react on this? We so often take on, you know, the responsibility of how others feel that we say, I'm going to protect them from the truth because I don't think they can handle it, right? It's not on us. It's on us to say, I'm allowed to live out my truth. That's how I see the situation. Either convince me otherwise or make the decision of staying in my circle or not. But that's on you. I'm not going to change myself anymore. I'm not going to hide what I truly know to be true. Savage comeback number two is leaning into the strengths that we know are weaknesses for others. So again, is this something we want to do? No. But at some point, people, if they continuously try to test you, if they continuously do things that make you uncomfortable and you don't want this to continue, you have to make the other person aware of who they're dealing with. And all the time, we subconsciously try to protect others. We try to make them feel comfortable around us. And if we know they have some weaknesses in certain areas, guess what? We are probably going to hide the fact that we are really strong in them. That's not the way to go. Like, it's okay to not like, you know, tell everybody, oh, I'm so great at this and live this out all the time so they feel bad about it all the time. But if they continuously make you feel like they're superior to you, they want you to fall in line and whatever it is, things that make you feel uncomfortable, it's definitely okay to lean into your strengths that you actually like to live out that, you know, shows them that you're better at something than they are. It doesn't mean that you're doing that in order to make them obey you or in order to make them fall in line with you. That's not what INFJs are all about. What we want is for us to be our best selves and for others to be their best selves and everybody to live like this happily ever after. And so the only situations where we do this in order to get some kind of reaction for the other person it's just for them to understand if you keep doing this you're going to burn your fingers this won't be something you like so stop doing this and it's those situations that actually make people change their behavior you can tell a child you know don't touch the stove they get it the moment they actually burn their finger a little bit again is this something we live out all the time no that's why it's called a comeback. That's why it's called this is the way we protect ourselves when we see no other way around. Again, please don't let it go all the way because the longer you wait, the longer you allow others to treat you a certain way that doesn't feel good, the bigger your reaction is going to be. And we all know that's not something the other one wants to experience, but it's also not something we want to experience. Savage clapback number three. We actually change our perception of who the other person is and live that out. So this is something that seems totally normal to us. Like, okay, so that person, I thought they were a good person, now they acted a certain way, and now I know they're not a good person, so I changed my image of who they are. But this is not something that most people can do because it's not just this decision of, oh, they're good and now they're bad, but there's an energetic quality that we see in others. And we build this energetic quality based on what we have seen of that person. And the moment you have a new information as in, oh, they did this bad thing and this really changes everything for me, we do have a different energetic feeling about it. really is on a deep emotional, you know, level. Like, of course, you're going to act different towards them when it comes to like what you're saying and so on. 
but you feel that it's a completely different interaction and it's something that most types just cannot do. And it's also one of those things that has a huge effect on others. And we have to understand the impact of this because so often we create like this dynamic with other people that makes them see them in a good light. Like they first have to prove to us that they're not good before we have any negative, you know, image of them because that's just what makes us feel good about ourselves as well. And so we have a positive image about them and we treat them in a way that makes them feel good. And they take it as a given because it's just how they feel. So often people are not even aware of the fact that you as an INFJ are responsible for them feeling this way. And so the moment you take this away from them, the moment you change your perception of them, the moment you start living in a reality where that person is like a completely different person and not in a way that you want them close to you psychologically, people feel that. It's really one of those things that hits people deeply and they learn their lesson because of that. And so again, it's just a question of where do we find that balance? How soon do we make that switch? And it's on us to understand just because I can take a lot of pain doesn't mean that I have to. I want to change my approach from, you know, barely surviving, keeping my head above water because I'm giving so much to others into I'm thriving. I'm filling my cup up and whatever's overflowing I'm giving to others. And therefore I can give more and more and more. And when you have that approach, you will have the situation less and less, I promise you, because then you're not going to make sacrifices on the way you feel about life in order to make them feel good about their life. And so it's either a mutual win or you just create a bigger psychological distance between you, but don't make that choice for others. Decide for yourself, this is how I want to live out my life. I'm going to practice to making this the new normal for me. You know, that's also what the bootcamp is all about. So it becomes just like my get go, you know, approach to life. And I promise you those situations will pretty much take care of themselves. Savage comeback number four, icing others out. So this is something that again, everybody can do right theoretically, but it's that energetic thing. So it's not just that we have a different image of the other person, but we also leave no space for them. So you create just another way to approach life because this interaction has changed you. This interaction has shown you that people who act this sort of way don't have any space in your mental world. They just don't belong there. I don't want to feel this way. And the only way for me to not feel this way is to not allow people who act a certain way, who treat me in a certain way to have any kind of impact on me. And so I block them out. Most people are not able to do this because the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And that's what we can do. Most people, if they have a problem with you, they will get angry. They will have a big reaction. They will get into defensive mode. And you as an INFJ in particular can see, oh, apparently this really bothers the other person. Otherwise they wouldn't react this way. We can very often just shut it down, leave that person out, ice them out. And this is one of those comebacks that makes others really gasp for air because they didn't expect this. They didn't think that if you were somebody that they had such an influence on, that they felt they have such power over, is able to show them how strong they actually are without them. And savage comeback number five, we actually take our projections back and step up our game. So this is a really interesting one and it's probably one of those things you experience only like a while later, 
But very often when we're in situations that lead to us having to have such a reaction, you know, to us having some kind of comeback or clap back or, you know, having to fight back, it's because we projected something out. We had a great image of somebody else or we thought they had so much potential and we gave this energy to them. And the moment we understand I'm not allowing myself anymore to give that person that power, I have no other choice but to take that power back. I'm not going to project all of those great qualities onto the other person because I'm afraid to take that potential into myself. If you see potential in somebody, it always has to do something with the fact that you see potential in yourself. Like think about it. Who are the people who say, oh, you're never going to make it? the people who haven't done it themselves, people who have achieved what you want to achieve, they see that potential in you because they see the potential in them. They have done it. So of course they see that you can do it as well. It's a natural thing. So if we see that people can get to a certain place, if we just help them and they're not only not being appreciative, but they actually try to play you, you know, this is one of the things we can do. We actually take that projection back. We understand I cannot project this onto other people. It's time that I start taking the action. Maybe I was afraid before because taking action might, you know, bring up the fact that I'm not great and I can hide behind that if I'm not taking the action. But once you really get to this place where you understand, I have no other choice. I'm going to stop projecting this way. First, I'm going to put all of that energy that I put into others firstly in myself and in creating my INFJ epic life you will see that your life will accelerate. You will reach goals that you never thought possible. It will feel like your new normal. And with time, you'll see how much you have accelerated your life. And in this scenario, you have accelerated your life in comparison to the other person. And this is not only on some grand scheme, but this is really from your perspective. We're not doing this for the other person. Like once you start doing things for yourself, it will just be an afterthought of, oh, I've created so much for myself and I'm so much more ahead and so much more in a place where I wanted to be. And they're still at that place. And of course they are. Because if they saw the potential in you that you saw in them, this thing would have worked out. They would have looked at you and seen that you are more than they're treating you as. But people can only treat you from their level of understanding. And apparently that's all they were able to see at that point. And it's okay, but it's time that we don't allow this to bring us down. Remember, if you want some more guidelines, if you want to join this amazing community of INFJs who is building the INFJ Epic Life, then join our next life round of bootcamp. We launch November 4th. So make sure to download the free poster on the five pillars to an INFJ Epic Life. Join the waiting list to get access to the early bird price and set a reminder for the free masterclass here on YouTube November 4th. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the five ways the INFJ breaks egos without even trying.